This week, original co-host Ajay Raj joins us and we discuss, surprise, there's racism in India too, and Karens go from frightening managers to little children. You're listening to The Fake Outrage Report. Welcome to another rousing, riveting educational adventure here at the Fake Outrage Report. My name is Phil Causey, and with me, as always, is the browner, better educated, and freshly back from the Hamptons, Sandeep Sen. Yes, I uh, have pulled ahead in our race of who's whitest. Y- you have by you, going you, to the you, Hamptons. Yeah, I mean, you were you were looking like was looking like I was going to win the year 2020 in the the who's whiter Olympics, but you have clearly pulled the lead. You're firmly whiter than me. By the way, how was the Hamptons? I imagine it was pretty cold out there this weekend, yeah? I stayed in a house, and okay. I, I never understood why people went to the Hamptons. It sounded to me like it's better to stay in New York City, and I went <laughs> to the Hamptons, and I stayed in the house. It's like it's like going to the suburbs of Chicago. I don't understand the... Yeah, I went to the Hamptons but, Yeah, but in the defense, I never... I didn't go out. I just went... I just stayed in the house, but I think that's what people do. They stay in houses, and then they go to the beach, so what is happening in the Hamptons? I, I don't know. I, I think really, honest to God, it's just a place where there's a lot of rich people who have houses and they they bring often age inappropriate women out there so the women can take pictures on their Instagram and feel cooler than they are. That's what I actually think happens in the Hamptons. I, it just it never appealed to me. I lived in New York for 10 years uh, and it always sounded lame <laughs> whenever somebody mentioned they were going there. I'm like, oh, you're one of those people. Oh, okay. Like I, I, I respond the same way to I'm going to the Hamptons, the same way when someone's like, oh, you know, we're going to go to this, this, this dance club and we're going to get some glow sticks or, or whatever the case may be. You know, it's like, oh, you're one of those people that I'm not going to hang out with this yeah, weekend. That's why I've never been to the Hamptons either, because I asked the same question, like, oh, so what do you do when you're out there? And as far as I can tell, you swim in a pool that you have in your house that costs $50,000 a week or whatever to rent. <laughs> and then you go to the beach. And then, and then you can eat at restaurants, which are really expensive. I, I, mm-hmm. I didn't, I'm Get like, this is all roll. available in New York, except for the beach. The only comparable thing to it um, would be that I've been to would be Newport, Rhode Island, which is very yeah. similar culturally. A lot of like super expensive houses and super expensive restaurants, but I've only been there once or twice. Cause again, it's, I don't know it, the overall idea of it. I just find to be super lame. So but my understanding of like Newport and stuff, there's at least like a central downtown area where everyone kind of goes, right? Like you can party. And I don't yeah. think that happens in the Hamptons. There's so many different Hamptons. They're all spread out. I don't know if there's like a central have, area where I have no single Hampton. Less cool. yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's the best Hampton? <laughs> I don't know. No one knows. By the way, for those of you who, who've uh, been listening to us for years and years, which is probably at least a few dozen of you, uh, that third voice you hear today is a very familiar one. That's right. The original brown guy. He has come back. He has come back for at least an episode to uh, yeah. hang out with us and talk about some outrage. Ajay Raj, how is Texas? Oh, uh, yeah, Texas is, uh, I mean, good from my perspective, but also crazy from a larger perspective. What um, do you mean by that? The well, micro like, versus macro? Uh, I, mean, I mean, like when, when coronavirus started happening, our lieutenant governor suggested sacrificing the elderly to the economy. Oh, that was national news, by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What's his name? David Duke or whatever his name is. <laughs> David something. That's close enough. Close enough. Uh, yeah, but it's fine. Where I am is it's not bad. Yeah. Well, you're you're like a nice suburb of Dallas. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I'm in Plano. This is uh, Dallas in general is like pretty sane. I would say like it's. Uh, yeah. I don't know. It's fine. 
I mean, I stay at home and play video games, so I don't give a shit. That's what I've been doing too, out in the woods, out out here in what uh, Sandeep likes to refer to as All Lives Matter country, out here in rural <laughs> New England. Uh, no, it is definitely a uh, a function, I think, of population density when you talk about sanity. Because I drive around here, and there are a shitload of Trump flags <laughs> out in this area. Yeah. So yeah, just are they, are they, what's the what's been the progress this week? Have there been an increased uptick in Trump flags or? Any more Biden? Well, no, see, the Trump flags have just kind of always been there. Like, they were there when I got here. Some people have been flying them, like, didn't stop flying them from the last time. It's like Um, Christmas trees where people just leave them up then. Like, you leave up the lights. (laughs) What's trippy about that is that they're, like, actual flags. Like, it's a flag that's not the U.S. flag. Yeah. And that in most ways... Well, in a lot of ways, stands for things that the U.S. flag supposedly doesn't or shouldn't stand for. Yeah, it's interesting. But uh, to answer your question, Sandeep, I did see a few more Biden signs this week. I think we're up to like Uh-oh. five. <laughs> There's probably more uh, Biden signs in my neighborhood than in yours, honestly. I, you're probably not wrong. Um, yeah, no, I, I've seen a grand total of, I think, four or five in the months I've been here. It's starting to, it went from zero to five in the last couple of weeks, though, which is, you know, an encouraging sign if you're, if you're voting blue. Because uh, there were zero for a very long time, um, you know. I don't know how many people are going to do that this year because you have to you have to kind of go out of your way um, to to acquire a sign, probably more than usual, right? Yeah, taking a sign takes some effort. Oh yeah, I guess especially now. But you could probably just order one online. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably. I mean, oh, by the way, there is there's a Trump store a few towns over for me that I want to go check out, where it's literally an entire store dedicated to Trump merch. Um, I want to go there just to see what kind of weird shit they have in there. Like a Melania and Donald, like salt and pepper shaker or something. Like, yeah. I, yeah. You, you, you don't you pick not me up eat... a Trump butt plug. <laughs> yeah. You don't not buy things like that when you see them. <laughs> You're just like, Oh no, this is happening right now. That's, that's, that's definitely how that goes. So as far as uh, white America goes, that kind of does segue into the first story we have here to talk about today. Now, cause this has to do with white women. This first outrage story. Uh, you know, it's Halloween, or at least Halloween's coming up. And every year in this show, we've had at least one story of a costume that pissed off a whole bunch of people that people got offended by, thought it was inappropriate. And this year is no exception, of course. There, this year, somebody on Etsy made a Karen mask. Awesome. Good old, yeah, good old white lady mask. It looks kind of uh, like David Bowie. A little bit. Yeah. Like, uh, like yeah. a labyrinth era David Bowie, mm-hmm. but like if it was like horribly, horribly degenerated from drugs or something. Yeah. So, you know, later, later career David Bowie. But, but the point is, uh, so yeah, like the, we're trying to describe it. Yeah. The hair, it's kind of weird and poofy, um, but blonde. And it has like a woman who has like bright blue eyes and she has like the, um, like the con- angry concerned face. On. Yeah. It's a pullover latex mask. Uh, and it's made by a guy named Jason Adcock, and he's selling them on his eBay, uh, eBay, Etsy store, and they are selling out very quickly, which I found to be very funny. So the, there's demand for this type of product because everyone is is shitting on white women this year. Uh, yeah, but- this is so all about Halloween. I, this is a, this is a great idea, and uh, it's a, of course it's going to sell out. I mean, I can just see it. You should have called it the uh, classic Karen costume with all K's. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like Krusty's comedy classics. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. 
But I feel like that's who's offended by this, you know? Well, it is. And so a lot of the comments that were on the Instagram page where he was, you know, sharing his links to to sell this, people were saying that, or white women were saying that this is, uh, it's, it's sexist. And it's, it's, some people were saying, were saying that it's reverse racism. Reverse racism. (laughs) That's like, anytime I hear that word, that term come out of anyone's mouth unironically, that's just instant, like, write off. Like, oh, well, I don't well, have to listen to anything you say after that. Well, exactly. Well, and that's the other thing, too, is that if it's reversed racism, does that mean that, like, because imagine if someone tried to make, like, an angry black woman mask. Like, yeah, that would not go over well. <laughs> that would not go over well at all. That's so, true. But that's also, like, the angry black woman is, like, a trope, like, an actual racist trope that's been around for a while, right? Like, yes. angry the angry black person in general it's like a gaslighty kind of thing where it's like what would you be mad about like yeah it's exactly kind of way of like silencing people or like kind of trying to shut them up yeah but the karen thing is definitely more lighthearted. like no one has ever been like shot or like otherwise attacked physically or oppressed for being a, an angry white lady like that's yeah. never happened well, and the only oppression they've ever experienced is the fact that Applebee's was out of the two for one desserts or happy hour was over, <laughs> you know, like it's, it's a different type of uh, type of thing that they typically are mad about. Cause that, that's the whole Karen stereotype is it's uh, it's more like people, the it's the whole, like, like I need to talk to your manager. Right. That's, that's what that is. And the fact that people are upset that that's being made fun of is hilarious to me. I mean, a Karen almost got a guy killed in central park this year. So, oh, that's right. I forgot about that. There's so so many things have happened in the last like four months that I forgot. I actually forgot about that. That was fucking crazy. Yeah. Like if you, that's like the Karen to a T and it's not even like, I feel like the people that are getting mad about this are probably like conservative women, right? Who identify as conservative, but that was like a, a self-identified liberal, which kind of shows like, you know, that side of Karenism where it's like this entitled people like, uh, like liberals who feel entitled because they're quote unquote not racist. Oh yeah, they're because they're they have a black the, friend. Like yeah, they're one of the good ones. Those kind of people. Yeah, you know, we've we've talked about that a lot at, at length on here. I mean, the, the fake wokeness. You know, because uh, the thing is, like, when it comes to like being racist, I, I, and I've said this for years, like the fake woke people um, are always the people that outwardly they 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 shame people who are supposedly racist but then behind closed doors or in cases like that where she didn't think she was being recorded they're the fucking worst among us yeah uh-huh. that's that's the thing yeah i've definitely been calling that out for a while and Sandy, what you- is it dare you say scary when that happens <laughs> <laughs> spooky it is quite spooky uh and this this also kind of brings up uh another kind of larger thing that i've noticed that's been happening over the last maybe six months to a year which is like you know, all the things that are happening in 2020. One of the things I've noticed is that this is the year where all the other groups are finally telling white women that like, hey, you know, maybe it's time for you guys to pipe down a little bit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's, they're finally saying like, hey, look, yes, white guys suck, but you guys suck too. And a lot of white women don't know how to handle that shit. It's not even like all, it's not like stereotyping white women. It's stereotyping like a specific kind of human yes. being that happens to be white. Like that's mm-hmm. one of the defining characteristics because it comes with that certain sense of entitlement. Yes. That really um, the Karen excels at. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing though, is it like for years they have been able to reap the benefits of white privilege, but still have the, the quote unquote oppressed card to play. But this is the year where they're finally being told like, eh, you guys maybe just you don't get to have that anymore 
yeah, because those aren't the women off. like fighting on the front lines of gender equality or like trying to do anything like worthwhile. <laughs> they're just like mad that they're whatever. They're like two for one surf and turf deal was cold or yeah, someone was like didn't smile widely enough while they were serving. Yeah, it's like I want to buy this Dodge minivan. You're gonna give me an extra two grand off, you motherfucker! Like it's those people. It, it, it's yeah. not. Uh, yeah, exactly. It's not. At least they're buying American. Oh yeah, well in that case, you know, America. Yeah, that's, that, that is definitely how that goes. But also, too, the fact that this is a Halloween costume, I think, is funny because that means that somebody was trying to think of an idea. Because Halloween, what do you think of? You think of either scary or funny. Those are the main two characteristics of Halloween costumes. And somebody's like, "What's the scariest thing I can think of? A white woman." Or what's yeah. the funniest thing? A white woman. Well, it's way, topical. Right? The topical costume is is a classic as well. Always. I mean, every year there's always somebody who, who who does that kind of shit. And yeah, this is one of this year's sort of topical costumes and people are upset about it. And uh, I, it's I a just real catch 22 for Karen's too, because if you complain about the mask, then yeah. you're just being a Karen <laughs> yeah. about the costume. It's kind they, of a trap. They really have no recourse. I feel bad. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's the one time white women actually are kind of oppressed is, is this specific situation. <laughs> so we're, yeah, good point. I mean, because how how would they complain? What are they going to go into the uh, the Halloween spirit shop? Whatever, ask them to speak to the manager. Yeah, ask for Etsy's manager. Yeah, ask for Etsy's manager. Be like, hey, we need to take this down. And yeah, that would just reinforce the stereotype. So yeah, they're kind of beyond angry Instagram comments. They really don't have a lot of recourse for this, do they? That's a damn good point, (laughs) Nandeep. We should start like a GoFundMe for the Karens or an online petition of some kind. Online petition to help the Karens, save the Karens. Yeah, save the Karens foundation. Hashtag save the Karens. (laughs) Uh, As far as the outrage goes in this one, I can't take it seriously because I I don't really take many Halloween costume outrages seriously to begin with. Um, But it's the added bonus of of pissing off angry white women. So (laughs) I'm definitely going fake outrage on this one. Yeah. I mean, when you consider probably literally every woman complaining about this has defended Confederate statues at some point, like I can't, I can't take it seriously even a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. It's clearly a parody. It's not, it doesn't look like the costume doesn't even look like a white woman's face. It's clearly like made, you know, scary with with, with witch-like features and warts and. Well, and it's just a mask too. Like how how would you. It's clearly satirical. Yeah, it's like if you made a mask of like a dirty old man and it was just like a mask that looked like kind of like pedophile or something, you know? Yeah, and like the rest of the costume is like he's holding like a bag of candy in one hand uh, and then, I don't know, what would be in the other hand? Like a net? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but like... It's like, like an abstraction. Just thought of right there. <laughs> yeah, we should, we should get, get on Etsy. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, buy a, fi- a fishnet and a uh, well. And what would the rest of the white woman costume be? It'd be like it would be probably like a um, you know, Starbucks. Like a, you have to have Starbucks. Starbucks. You have yeah. to have a Starbucks cup. Maybe like, like a pumpkin big pearl spice necklace. latte. A pal, definitely pumpkin spice because oh, and it's uh, fall too. A That's suburban, good. right? Like an SUV. Yeah, like, like or holding, soccer, like, soccer holding van. Like, like a big thing of keys that has like a <laughs> yeah, the key fob. Yeah, yeah. The key fob in one hand, Starbucks in the other, and then the the outfit is like a uh, like a cardigan or a pantsuit with a big pearl necklace, you know, mm-hmm. that, that kind of thing. And then uh, you know, yoga pants. Yeah. Oh, you got to get the yoga. Yeah. See, we just we just created a whole ensemble. So. 
Yeah, I hope somebody wears this now. That that'd be quite amazing. Uh, but yeah, so Sandeep, are you with us on the fake outrage here on this one? Yes, definitely fake outrage. Um, all right. So if okay. we're gonna go from white women to Indian women, I believe is that right for this next oh, one? Oh, that's right. Oh, this next story comes to us from India. It is so yes. hot how we wind up with doing so many of these, but uh, <laughs> just happen to come up. This next story happened to come uh, up. The upcoming Bollywood film called Kali Peli, which translates to Without Reason, caused outrage when it released a song with the lyric that translated literally as When You Dance, Watching You, Oh Fairston Girl, Beyonce Would Be Ashamed. And uh, there are so many Indian things about this story. And one of my favorite, I, I, there's the, there's the um, lionizing of, of fairness. Yeah. Which is there. Then there's, first, they didn't seek permission to use Beyonce's name. <laughs> so they changed the spelling of the word Beyonce, B-E-Y-O-N-C-E, to B-E-Y-O-N-S-E, Beyonce, with an S. And that is also right there as one of the most Indian things you can do. Like, what? No, it is not. It's, it's different. We don't know who it is. <laughs> it is Beyonce with an S, Beyonce. It's really it had nothing to do with, whoa, you thought we were talking about the Beyonce, the singer that is famous that everyone knows? No, Beyonce, Beyonce is just, you know, it's like Kleenex, like, you know, genetic term. Well, I also think, too, it's funny that they're talking about fair-skinned women because, like, when you, what do you have? You have Indian women and Beyonce. There are no fair-skinned women anywhere in that equation. There are a lot like of fair-skinned Indians. Well, look, it's, well, okay, maybe maybe we just have different definitions. of There are this. Indians that like verge on white, and it's all it's like historically, uh, like fair skin has been like, uh, like you said, like Sandeep said, like lionized. It's like held on this pedestal to the point that like people have like dyed their skin and things like that. You know, gone the Michael Jackson route. Yeah, so, um, so people do get the Sammy Sosa done in India. So actually, you joked about this on stage, Sandeep. So that actually is a real thing in India, where like the slightly they are obsessed with fairness. Far more than than in America. Really? Um, I mean, you're talking more. about the country that has the caste system, right? It's, it's like the caste system yeah. is based on skin color. It's skin. It's shades of brown, and it goes from like light brown to dark brown. The entire society wants you to be light brown. I mean, for women, especially like like Indian women's parents like yell at them not to go in the sun. Every every Indian woman is. I'm not. I'm not exaggerating about this. This is like every Indian woman our age has gone through this. It's just understood that you do whatever you can to be less be dark white. and be more white. Yeah. Wow, that's it is, it is. And so now this is coming our age. It is hilarious to me that India. This is the this is the the progress here that India has become so like relevant that people would even care about something like this. People watching <laughs> right. Indian matchmaker. It's so funny that yes, like, yes, that show is so, so good. Like such good. I've never watched TV. it. You have to, you guys it's have worth, to fill me in. It's worth watching. There's a, there's actually a, the closest thing to an Indian Karen is one of the characters and she's, she's <laughs> phenomenal. One of those people you just love to hate. So, um, so is it a show where it they, I, it, it, it sounds completely unentertaining to me, but I understand why it's entertaining because it has people that I understand and know, and I don't find like, it would probably be trigger fun at all. Yeah. But. It was interesting. We, I was watching it at like my uh, brother-in-law's house, which is weird. My sister just got married, but like, we we're like, we were enjoying it. Me, my sister and her husband were like cracking up and loving it. But my, um, my bro- other brother-in-law, like my sister's husband's brother 
was like, he's from Mumbai and he's like, I can't, this isn't funny. I just know all these people. Like, it's, it's, it's triggering to him. He yeah, like, pretty much. Like, he was just like cringing in the corner the whole time. Just he like, starts yeah, crying I mean, as a visceral reaction. One of the issues is just like, they're so brutally, um, brutally superficial and like racist and like, oh no, she's too dark and she's five pounds overweight. And I, oh, I, yeah, I, yeah. I've not seen this, but I'm assuming wow. that's it's, what it is. It is that's that. what white like, people are oh, reacting to. He only to. makes this money, this much money and like, oh, he's a like loser. It's like very just like kind of social Darwinism kind of stuff. Yeah. And it's just like, yeah, people that are very, the the one character I'm talking about is like not especially attractive on the outside and like horribly ugly on the inside. That's what <laughs> makes it so fun to watch. So do this, as I don't watch this show, maybe I'll have to check it out, but do they do like parental input at all on this? Yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. So you've got the matchmaker herself who's yeah. like, the world-renowned like expert and her and her husband she's great because she'll like be talking about people and she knows how to like throw shade without throwing shade Mm -hmm. um and then like you've got their parents like it's there's often like a big meeting with the parents and they're going through like three possible matches and yeah you you see the whole it's a very good like slice of life into like indian culture and matrimony in india so it's not actually so what it sounds like from both of you are telling me or it sounds like because normally you know reality tv is either bullshit and scripted or it's kind of exaggerated apparently this there's not much exaggeration on this show is that would that be an accurate statement yeah it's like they found real characters (laughs) like they're all real people and uh yeah it's definitely not as staged as a lot of other reality tv It's funny, like in this country, you know, people are superficial, but there is some kind of like acknowledgement or embarrassment about being very superficial. You know, like if you were to say something like, I want a woman with this exact BMI and and two pounds over it, you might feel that way, but you would at least have the common goddamn sense to know that you're kind of being a jerk. But and this is why it's funny when like Indian culture is now like so relevant in America that like people are seeing this and it's so like, Indian society is so not like that. Like you can absolutely, when you're going to a matchmaker, be like, you know, the yeah. matchmaker would totally tell you like you, you're two pounds overweight. You're, it's like a fucking wrestling coach, you know? It's, and it's, it's uh, that's brutally <laughs> honest about people. Like, Oh, your education isn't this and your, yeah. and why do you think we all get beaten into being doctors? Like, it's like, it's so like grained into you. Like you have to have, you have to keep make these check marks to be even functional in society. Uh, you can show your face. And I think another thing is we're talking about like really rich people, right? It's not it's not poor people hiring the matchmakers. So you can think about it like the blue bloods in our society because there's like the upper upper class wasps who will totally be, do the same thing. Like, oh, you only went to Dartmouth and not Yale? Well, go fuck yourself. Like that kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, I definitely I hear you there. So as far as the uh, back to the to the the I guess faux Beyonce outrage. So what's the outrage about specifically? Yeah, this is where Indian culture is being shown, and now and people are like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> but yeah, the whole whiteism. So, uh, yeah, so they they first they tried to change the name Beyonce to Beyonce. I just had to I had to put that in um, <laughs> yeah. because that they, they just glanced over that detail in the article. But that's also so Indian too. Um, yeah, but then there's still the backlash. So then they after the criticism they changed the song to like. Um, when watching you, the world will be ashamed. Uh, yeah. Instead of um, it's not even clear to me you. from context what the line is supposed to be saying. Like, is Beyonce ashamed because she's not fair skinned, or she is ashamed? Like, I don't understand 
The lion is supposed to win watching you dance. When watching you dance, oh, fair-skinned girl, Beyonce would be ashamed. Like she's a good dancer. Yes, that is clearly to me what lion means. Is ashamed the wrong word? Is it possible that like Beyonce would be jealous? Is that the word they were going for? Is it bad translation? Like like you dance so well, like you put Beyonce to shame, that kind of thing. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, Not really ashamed, but like, Mm -hmm. you know, like outmatched or something like that. And Beyonce would be embarrassed. Yeah, it's all, it's, it's not, it's, uh, the word is, can be like used with multiple translations like that. It's, again, I'm still not clear. Maybe I'm just being stupid, but so the word fair, does it have different meanings? Cause fair I was light skin. Like, yeah, no, no, I knew light, that. But yeah. like when I, when I, when I, when I hear the word fair skinned and maybe in Indian culture, the word fair skin, do they just mean like the least brown there? Whereas here, fair skin means like you're like more on the blonde scale, doesn't it? Am I am I wrong in saying that? Yeah, that's right. In India, it'd be it'd just be more. It would be slightly less, less brown. brown and more <laughs> yeah. more whitish. Okay, okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, there's there's fair skin, then there's weedish, which yeah. is darker. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the terms we use. Weedish. So, I've never heard that fill one. Your, Phil, your confusion is is right because at the heart yeah. of the at the heart of the controversy, there is the word they use is goria, which means literally a fair light-skinned woman but it really does you it is used pretty much to refer to women in general or a, a beautiful woman something like saying like, like a maiden or, or something like that what's that like like saying calling someone a maiden or something like that or it's just like a word for for women yes a kind word of? for women and there's like a usually like a you know a, a a sexy connotation to it. I just kind of like babe, baby. I can only think of like outdated terms like maiden and lass, but <laughs> something like that. Bitty. So the, the director said the term Goria has been so often and traditionally used in Indian songs to address a girl. It didn't occur to any of us to interpret it in a literal manner. And so, and that, to me, that, that rings true. That, that word it is in many Hindi songs. It's not, it, though it's, I'm sure it, that's the literal meaning. It is not like, that's not how it's understood. That but makes sense. Indian society is so white skin obsessed that it's just like, it's like, this is what I mean. Like there in India and, and I think many other countries there, you can be blatantly racist or sexist. And it's not even to the point where <laughs> you like even think to know, to be embarrassed about it. So yeah, it's, so they that's don't have where that you are with this word. Well, I guess is it because like there's only one dominant race there that people are so focused on sort of like the, uh, for lack of a better term, like the nitty gritty or the nuts and bolts of people. That's how you would, you could see it. That's how mm-hmm. people here could see it. I mean, in India, yeah. it's not, they don't consider it nuts and bolts. It is the, the differences are so stark for the different casts. It's a, it's such a real thing to them. Oh, is that just my white ignorance? I'm like, ah, oh, they're all Indian. What the fuck are you so mad about? <laughs> kind of is that how it's that like that's, that's the kind of like the fundamental contradiction at the heart of mm-hmm. indian society is like they're a democracy nominally right but that's like a very late addition to their political culture mm-hmm. uh but undergirding all of that like the deep structure of indian society has always been the caste system like going back thousands of years so like that just doesn't go away just because you're like oh we're a democracy now it's like Oh, well, haven't like, they only had that out loud for? We talked about this in the show once. It's only been outlawed since like the '60s or something, right? It's like still a very fairly new. Uh, yeah, it's thing. like it's outlawed, but it's fair. Like <laughs> you, it's one of those things that's really hard to out. How do you outlaw that? 
like yeah it's it's exactly. on paper it's outlawed but people still you know it's kind of like in this country and they, they all they, they changed the word slave code to black code and they just did the same thing for fucking however many were years so yes yeah, same kind of situation um right. I, I i'm not gonna lie i did not think we were gonna get into a deep uh, sociological conversation based on a bollywood music video but here we are oh, this is why oh, this man. is such a fun story yeah <laughs> There's so much to dissect about Bollywood that probably you could use it as a prism for like all of Indian society and like find a way to make that work. Like just, someone's written a thesis on it somewhere, <laughs> I'm sure. To, to well, yeah, there's, there's a lot like of doctorates hyper- being handed out in India, so I'm sure somebody has. That's yeah. Well, what's fun about societies now is like first, like no one gave a shit about Indians when I was growing up. Like, and now th- there's an element of the hyper woke society that really cares about India and does yoga and goes yeah. to India. What's well, that idealizing thing? Yeah. But okay. Indian society is so anti-woke culture. And I love the <laughs> clash. Like as woke people like see shit and they're like, what the fuck? And then they're like, holy shit, what, what's happening? And then so like this Bollywood the lyric, everyone's like, wait a minute. Did that just, ha- did they just say that? And then and everyone's like, oh yeah, what? <laughs> Well, it is always funny. Yeah, you're right. I, I didn't think of it until you just said that. It's always funny to see some like white Brooklyn hipster woke kid try to defend somebody of another race. And then that person of another race just does something five times worse than anything white guys do around here. You know what I mean? Like, it's like you're defending, you're using your woke power to defend this other race's ability to be way less woke than you. It's, it's this weird dynamic. Well, you're right. Because like the thing about like, not being racist or being anti-racist it's just like we're all humans we can we just like be judged on that basis but like apparently not in people India. people know people like the americans like idealize indian culture like that kind of like woke yoga set like they have this very specific idealized picture of what india is and they don't actually know well, what's going see, on there. that's what's interesting and that's and you know, i'm about to get on my soapbox is that that's why america is the greatest country in the world because the thing is what we do is we we a la carte or at least we try to a la carte, like only the good shit from other cultures. Like people want to take the yoga, you know, and the, you know, the vegetarian food and whatever else. But then when, when, when the bad parts like this music video, weird controversy come over, people are like, whoa, hey, wait a second. Why don't we not do that? So I think that that's kind of an instance of that. Is that well, it's part of my? It's one of my jokes where I'm like, America's the least racist country in the world. Not because yeah. there isn't racism here. It's just it's worse everywhere else. And that's my under. America like, is like the place that has, the, like you said, has the decency to be like ashamed about it. There's at least like <laughs> recognition that like, oh, this is not good. <laughs> like we shouldn't do yeah. this. But literally, other you can just say racist shit, and it's not even like it's not even like impolite conversation, or you can just kind of like. It's understood that, yeah, of course, uh, the, you want to, you know, being being fair is hotter. Like, why would you? That's not even like a. I had weird, a friend when I was growing up, like saying. one of my best friends, his uh, his mom said uh, no BMWs to us. Yeah. Black, white, Mexicans. <laughs> and uh, well, in terms of what your friends or your dating M was Muslim. Yeah. Like who to date? She said Mexicans, but yeah, Muslims is Muslims. equally they don't applicable. Even say yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, no, we've all heard that. That's a, that's a common saying amongst our what? parents. Don't they? No BMWs. Holy sh! Okay, I mean, okay. It, it, <laughs> I'm telling you, man. In, like, I mean, white... India elected the the current prime minister of India. Not to get too heavy, but he was he when he was the chief minister of a state, he like deliberately turned a blind eye to like the wholesale slaughter of Muslims in the streets, and that's like who India elected to be president. And there's even tons of Indians now that support Trump just because they think. Well, he's, don't like, they have anti-Muslim? A, don't they have an even more right wing leader than we have? 
in India oh, yeah. right now? I mean, yeah. yeah, he more he's done more harm. Like, well, I don't know who knows, but like, yeah, he's 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 like a you know fascist basically. So let me ask because you've you've been to India, Sandeep, and have you, Ajay? Yeah. You've been to India a couple times, right? Yeah, a few times. So you, okay, so you mentioned in in this culture how we have more of a guilt here you know people feel bad about it so because you know up until the 60s or whatever people just walk up and say the n-word or whatever corresponding racial slur it was do people still kind of do that to the lower caste in india like is that direct day-to-day there or is it's it's a different thing like it's not like i feel that it's not this like animosity so much as it is like this is the structure of society like it's more that like you you go there and it's very clear that you've got like servants and the people who are served and um, it's more like a kind of a casual um, built in. Does that make sense, Sandeep? Like so, it's so not. It's a given. It's like oh no, those are just that cast. That's just who they are. Like that we, we. It's the same way we would treat like robots or something here. You know, like is that kind of thing? Kinda. Yeah. It's less like. But here I feel like there's a lot more like animosity, like open hatred or like, you know, an explicit like, yeah, kind of an explicit hatred of people. Um, I mean, not that there's structural stuff, but there it's like extra structural to where like most people probably don't even think about it. But you do have like liberal Indians who are like, I mean, there's a reason the caste system is nominally illegal. Like that ideal exists there. Are, are, are there woke kids in like big cities there? Are there, are there I Indian, think it's the woke kids that started this outrage story. Yeah, I, mean, I, think I was, was going to ask who thing. was actually outraged by this. I, I imagine it yeah, wasn't who, like white Brooklynites. Like who actually? <laughs> well, maybe because they get upset about everything. But I mean, it's uh, you know what's uh, yeah. Who who are the main drivers of this, Sonny? Does it say that anywhere or not really? Was it, it in, didn't in the really? I'm, I'm assuming it's not like they're not listening to like some American kids say. I, this has got to be outrage within India. Um, Although this does seem like the kind of thing that like white idiot hipsters would listen to to be ironic. Like, yeah, I love Bollywood music videos, bro. Like, <laughs> What's confusing is like if, if it is and I it does seem like it would be like homegrown outrage, then wouldn't they know, like Sandeep said, like that the word is not that really not a connotation that they even think about. Right. It's like younger kids that like don't have that context or something, maybe. Mm, I, don't know. I think with Black Lives Matter, it's it is a national, it, it is international, even though it, it which is surprising. Well, to me, in India, it, wouldn't it just be like very brown lives matter? <laughs> well, so there's a lot of stuff now in India about them looking at the fact that they're the about their like lionizing of fairness. And and, um, and do like they, we did do a story, deal? we did a story with the Indian dating app, but that was here. They took out the they took out the fair, but that was <laughs> someone who from here who did that. And do they have the same issues in India with like like do do police brutality with like the browner people or is oh, it not I mean, quite as police are probably just brutal to anyone they can get away with it with <laughs> Yeah, but okay. I don't think police carry guns, or it's not like they. It's no, just they'll like throw you in the drunk tank and like rough you up with some billy clubs, but then you'll like go on your way. It's not like, yeah, it's not like here. All right, well, so as far as the outrage ruling on this music video goes, uh, I'm gonna probably just go with kind of whatever you guys say because this is a lot of there's a lot of layers to this that I wasn't yeah. familiar with, and I didn't realize the the territory we were getting into 20 minutes ago. So <laughs> what what uh what what's the official ruling here, fellas? I'm gonna you know, say, okay, okay. If the if the implication of is that it's it's um oh fair it's like insulting Beyonce because she's fair skinned and that's why Beyonce would be embarrassed or that's that even played a role I believe the director and that rings true to me that they didn't even think they weren't playing up the racial angle because that word is used so much just for 
for a woman. What's confusing is Beyonce is fair skinned. Yeah, she is fair skinned too. And I think (laughs) clearly she's known as a great dancer. And I think this is sort of paying her a compliment of being the brand name of an awesome dancer. And in this, in this love song, you know, you just say stuff like you say romantic things like you're more beautiful than the stars. It's not dissing the star. It's saying you're more beautiful than the star. I, 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 that's what it is. Um, so, you know, I'm, I, and I also don't like, I think this is such a, this is such an easily, it's easy to see the other side of this that I don't like when anyone tries to silence art, um, to, to, Feet some meet some kind of woke agenda unless it's like so blatant like you know two white people just rapping the n-word or something I, I think this this is far within the context of normal art i don't i don't like woke people trying to now make a script where you can't say certain stuff and so uh i i agree with the director's take i i'm not i i don't know you know i'm not like the expert on indian culture since i'm raised here but even i know that word goria is is often used many, many times just to refer to women. And uh, I, so that, that rings true that there's no intent. And I'll go fake outrage. All right. Yeah. yeah, there's not much I can add to that. I think it's fake outrage. And it's one of those things that uh, is, it's annoying because it, it backfires when you like go after like edge cases like this, where it's like, okay, we could interpret this as racist, but we have to go out of our way to even do that. <laughs> then it just backfires and makes it harder to criticize actual racism when it happens. Yeah, no, there is the cried wolf thing for sure. Uh, I mean, I also think too, so was part of this the fact that they used Beyonce's name? Because I feel like, isn't she at this point in culture, she's so iconic that she's on that same level as like Madonna or Elvis or one of those big names where if you used it in a song, I don't think it's really uh inappropriate because it's such a big name it's fair game i would think yeah. so it would be like public uh like fair use, fair I use. Guess, yeah yeah I, that, um yeah because she's a public figure so it's i guess people are like oh that word can involve fair skin and beyonce is black like yeah it doesn't make sense really yeah i, I so yeah I'll, I'll go with you guys in this one and go fake um so anyway so as far as um so Jay, anything you, any stories you want to do, or do anything you want to bitch about? I mean, um, I've been trying to like studiously avoid outrage because <laughs> you know it's like that. It's it's bad. Like right now, it's not a good time to be like keeping up with the news to a high degree or be oh. on social media. So yeah, I've no, just been, I've unplugged over the last few months and it's been done wonders. But like one social network that I do have to be on just because that's for professional reasons is LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. Like you can't really not be on LinkedIn mm-hmm. right now. And I hate that. Cause I'll be scrolling through things. And then every once in a while, like it's amazing the shit people say under their own name tied to their job on that platform. Like there's just a lot of stupidity. Like I've heard the same this. kind I've of things you would find on Facebook, like same kind of like people making arguments well, but that's, nothing in particular but it's just you know, like but that's actually a really good point that's actually a really good outrage because it, now correct, correct me if i'm wrong I've, i'm barely on linkedin i've i barely log i don't care because i you know i've, I've yeah, always either I mean, had a job have or whatever. To be, then i wouldn't be well that's the thing is so it's one of those things where this is a new phenomenon right over the last maybe year or so where people are they're kind of dropping the facade and they're just saying what they mean on there but that's not the right platform for that is far, or at least it's not supposed to be. Is that, am I correct in saying that? Yeah, it's like weird things where like, okay, like a woman will post about how um, a guy, 
harassed her on the platform. And it's like, yeah, you're not supposed to use, it seems like obvious, like, yeah, you shouldn't message women on LinkedIn. And like some guy had like, Oh man. Like, yeah. And she was like a married woman who like is on a professional website. And so she posted about that. And then there's still tons of comments and from like guys being like, this isn't Facebook. Nobody cares. Like 4chan kind of shit. Or like, so dudes like, are sliding into the, the, the LinkedIn DMs now too. Slide, yeah. Like that, that happens. <laughs> and just, just the shit people will say, like, I mean, okay. it's just, yeah, I don't know. Well, yeah. So it's got more political on there from what I understand, but yeah, I think that, and obviously there's no women in this conversation, but I think if there is one place women feel like they should be able to go to, to keep it professional, it's literally the professional network. Right. Like that's <laughs> just, how is that even like remotely controversial? Like there was a comment from a guy, like was literally like, well, women wear makeup. It's like he was, you know, like the guy that took like one evolutionary psychology class in college oh, yeah. and like now he thinks he understands everything. And he's like, yeah. oh, yeah, well, women only wear makeup. So men will be attracted to them. Right. So like, why do you wear makeup? Why don't you That's use a the... cartoon? He's literally said, like, some women use a cartoon as their avatar. Why don't you just do that if you don't want to be, you know, basically just victim blaming? Yeah, that, that, that's just like the, the Jordan Peterson thing too, the whole like lipstick argument. But yeah, I mean, oh, Jordan Peterson is a whole nother. <laughs> yeah, no, we don't want to open that. The best description words. I've heard of him, just to like not get into it, but like, yeah, um, is that it's like being yelled at by a uh, rugby coach in a sarong. <laughs> <laughs> he like preaches this like, oh, like yeah, be peaceful, like uh, you know, like find like your own like inner foundation and live like an honest life. But yeah. He also like someone like criticize, like whenever anyone criticizes him, he has like the thinnest skin in the world. And I'll just like unload. And like, yeah, say, I mean, I, I probably 25% or 30% of what he says, but yeah, sometimes he goes off the deep end, but we don't, we don't need to really get into that. Yeah, um, but as far thing. as your outreach goes on, on the LinkedIn situation, I think that that's a really, uh, yeah, I'm just outraged that I even to be... have to feel outraged on LinkedIn. Like I should yeah. never have to like get my blood pressure up for being on LinkedIn. And it's like, cause like now, I guess now I'm more sensitive to it too. Like I can go about my day. I have shit to do to keep me busy, but like I'll read something and it'll just get under my skin for like hours or like days. And it's like, why am I, why? Well, I mean, that's the thing. I mean, it's it, like my problem. It's not like, if that's what LinkedIn is doing to you, you do not want to go on Facebook right now. I know. Like oh it was, my it's good to goodness. unplug, but now I feel like I don't have those antibodies at all anymore. So yeah. So just, yeah, you, you see the tiniest little thing on LinkedIn. You see, you see like yeah. a, I mean, I don't even know what the I just have to remind mind. myself on a constant basis. It's like, yeah, there are always stupid people in the world. <laughs> like that always was a thing. You just see more of it now. And what am I going to do about it? Nothing. I can't like. Wait, why do you have that? to scroll through LinkedIn? This was my question. Because <laughs> it's like, it's just a reflex. Like it's like the only social network that I have. Yeah. And also I post stuff on there. Like I'm posting a lot. Yeah. I'm trying to get into like uh, designing like user interfaces and stuff for games. So I'm like writing about that and like posting blogs about that every week. Yeah, to see this, yeah, this cast um, on the line. See and I, and it's bites, good. Yeah. Like what's cool is I have been able to like message people who are in the field and they're like, you generally pretty generous with their time and they'll like answer my questions and like offer to like look at stuff for me and stuff. So like, it's, it's good in that sense, but yeah, it's just don't, don't, it's like the rule of the internet, right? Just don't read the comments. Just don't. Yeah, yeah. If you don't want to see a woman like defending Confederate statues on a post that's an obituary for Ruth Bader Ginsburg, then don't click on the comments. Just don't do that. Yeah. Um, you will it, see that and it will ruin your day. Now, let me ask you, do you think that in the future, because uh, I'm not on LinkedIn, if people, if things are political now, and even on LinkedIn, do you think that there is a situation where people are going to be seeking out applicants that are of the same ideology of them? 
as they are. Does that make sense? Yeah, I mean... Is that going to be a thing in the future, in the near future? I feel like it is, there's a chance that it might be. It's like, oh, if you don't have a mega hashtag, then I'm not fucking hiring you, you dumb libtard motherfucker. Like, like it, there might be people like that on there, I feel like. Yeah, I, I don't know. That's an interesting question. I mean, huh. in general, like, the the way the wind is blowing is like a lot of like most corporations came out like in support of like black lives matter, like that kind of thing where mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, like it is for the most part, just naked corporate self-interest as a barometer of like where that interest falls. It's like generally, I think a good thing, but I don't know about political. Cause here's the thing I've thought about it too. Like every time I like almost like jump into one of these arguments, I just at, at best just delete the comment immediately at or, or like at worst, and then at best, like just just don't fucking look, don't engage. Yeah, and it but, sounds like because like, you... here's the thing: even if, um, say, I was like a hiring manager, and I was looking at someone on LinkedIn, even if they were like had views that I completely agreed with, if I saw that they are constantly bickering on LinkedIn <laughs> yeah. about yeah. like stuff, like political stuff, it's like that would just rub me the wrong way. Like whenever I do that, it's like, what am I doing? Do I want to become the kind of person that argues people on LinkedIn about abortion? Is that what I want to become? Yeah. yeah, maybe maybe you, because you don't do this very often on social media anymore, um, maybe you should you should do like a personal purge. Like once a week, sit down with like a couple of beers and just go on like 4chan or YouTube yeah. and just light people up for an hour <laughs> and a half. And then, and then the rest of the week, just be a peaceful person. <laughs> Oh, that's enough. I feel like that would like backfire somehow, <laughs> like staring into the abyss kind of thing, you know? Yeah, no, that, that'd be pretty funny. Um, anyway, that's that that that's my very bad life advice. Don't take it, please, anybody. Um, all right. Well, I think that's a really good outrage, and that's a great place to end right there. Um, you can email us at thefakeoutragereport at gmail.com. Uh, I'm on the grams at fucking Phil. That's fucking with a ph. Sandeep Sen comic is where you can find Sandeep on there. Uh, if you have a minute, give us that five-star iTunes review. That does definitely help us out. Um, Ajay, do you even want people finding you uh, on online or not really? Uh, I have a Twitter again <laughs> for the first time in years, but it's okay. just for like, if you're interested in like game user interfaces, then yeah, you can follow at GamesRx1 on Twitter. Yes. If so, you're not, I'm just literally posting like my the blog posts that I write about that shit. I'm just playing yeah. a ton of tactical games and writing about them. So Yeah, try not to, try not to send him any uh, political garbage there. <laughs> don't, uh, don't at me. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. You don't have me unless it's about game development. Uh, all right, but before we go, as always, Sandeep Sen, any parting thoughts? Okay, so saying Beyonce is a copyright violation. Okay, how about we take the accent off the E? See, the, there is no accent on the E. It's clearly just Beyonce. You are copywriting Beyonce. So this is Beyonce. What? <laughs>